0: The word akrodha can be broken into a and then krodha. Krodha meaning anger and akrodha, the absence of anger. This is considered one of the superpowers. When we talk about anger, we definitely see it often enough in our lives. We tend not to recognize how much of it plays in our lives. Full-blown anger, we see less. What we see is irritation. We see impatience. We see frustration. And this features far more often throughout our days. And the milder versions of full-blown anger. The thing about anger, as we've all experienced, is that it burns us. It turns us into this person who we ourselves don't recognize. It makes us uh, so overwhelmed with whatever it is that we are feeling in that moment of anger that we forget. In the Gita, in chapter 2, when he talks about the ladder of fall, it says very clearly that it leads to loss of memory. We forget. We forget everything that we've learned. We forget even that this person that is standing in front of us, we actually love. We don't want to hurt them. We forget that. And in that moment, we speak such harsh words or do such rash actions. And so, anger ends up being so incredibly destructive. The absence of anger is the superpower the ability for it not to overwhelm us. Again in the Bhagavad Gita, they refer to three gateways to hell, and of them, one of them is said to be anger. And in relation to this, I have heard a very lovely story. A samurai goes to a well-known master of the region. He had been a samurai for many, many, many years, and had spent... Hours training for battle, perfecting all those skills, had spent hours in battle. And after all these years, he had felt that his heart had hardened and he wanted to return to being peaceful, to being compassionate, to being loving. And so he approached a well-known master in that region, wanting to gain knowledge. When he comes to the city, he's directed to the banks of the river. He sees an elderly man facing the river and approaches him from behind, saying, Master, I have come from far to ask you a question. And he asks the master a question. He asks, Please tell me, what is hell and what is heaven? The master, slightly turning back to see the person who is speaking to him, then starts muttering under his breath. The Samurai comes a bit closer to hear what the Master is saying, and the Master is saying, "How do you expect to be able to understand such profound knowledge when you cannot even keep yourself clean? You probably haven't bathed in months, your hair is filthy, your breath is foul, your clothes are unkept, and in this way was insulting the Samurai. The Samurai slowly started being filled with anger. At the thought of being insulted, He, his blood grew hotter in his veins. The master continued to say, somebody who is uncultured and uncouth as you are would not be able to comprehend the depth and the beauty of the words of wisdom that I would be able to impart. That as he continued to insult the samurai, the anger grew larger and larger in the samurai's art until it was so enormous that his jaw was clenched, his fliss was clenched, and he yelled out in rage, reached towards the sword and pulled it out of the sheet. In that moment when the sword was about to swing into the air, the master became very calm, looked at him and said, This is hell. With sword midway, the samurai suddenly understood that the master had done all of this so that he would experience anger and would understand that was how and with that understanding he felt such immense reverence and gratitude he in that moment understood completely that the master had put himself at risk had that sword flown up higher or come down on the master he could have, he could have been injured and taking the risk of his own injury, he still went ahead so that he could demonstrate to the Samurai what hell felt like and in that moment of understanding, he became so incredibly grateful he was filled with so much respect and, and reverence for the master he felt flow of compassion and grace into him. His heart softened completely and he could only think to one to thank. And as he looked up with this heart pouring with gratitude, reverence, love to the master, the master looked at him and said, and this is him. It was a brief encounter, but such a powerful lesson learned. And if we too can learn this lesson, that when we give into anger, when when we allow it to flow through our veins and fill our hearts, we're putting ourselves in hell. Anger creates this environment where we cannot see clearly, we cannot love, we cannot even remember what it is that we want to do, the person who we want to be. Anger blinds us and therefore becomes extremely destructive even in terms of personal goals in terms of relationships becomes destructive in terms of efficiency it's very often misunderstood people feel and we see this in in media and TV shows in movies when we become angry we can get what we want we are more effective I so often see it in restaurants or as people check in at the airport and they overweight. Some will use pleading to be able to get what they want, others use anger. How dare you treat me like this? I am a frequent flyer. Your company should be looking after us, and this is and in this in their screaming, in their anger, they use it to get what they want. Anger is very linked to our desires. We only get angry when we don't get what we want. And sometimes it's just that. It's as simple as that. I've not gotten what I want and therefore angry. Or because I'm not getting what I want, I use anger to ensure that I get it. But the things we are able to achieve through anger. If we think about it, we can achieve them even without anger. When we achieve them with anger, we hurting ourselves before hurting anyone else. There is a quote by Buddha, which is very, very popular, which says, Anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Our own mom. Bhujagurudev, Swami Chinmayananda, used to quote something similar where he would say, anger is punishing yourself for someone else's mistakes or someone else's sin. In the sense that we aren't able to achieve what it is we want because of somebody else's actions and so to get what we want or to inflict pain on them for not allowing us to get what we want, we use anger. But anger burns the vessel that holds it far more than it burns that which it is poured onto. For me to inflict the pain on the other person, I feel the anger first and it burns me first before it can even reach them. Sometimes it doesn't even reach them. Sometimes they're oblivious to how angry I am about whatever it is that they have said and done why would I want to punish myself for a mistake somebody else has done why would I want to punish myself for things that didn't go quite right the very feeling of anger is the punishment because in that feeling there is no peace of mind there is no clarity of thought and so, one moment of anger can destroy a lifetime of work, whereas a moment of love can break barriers that took lifetimes to build. And so I'll leave you with another quote. Make your anger so expensive that no one can afford it. And make your happiness so cheap that everyone can get it for almost free. We are creating our hell in our heaven. Think about it. For more information on Chinmaya Mission, visit our website, ChinmayaMission.com For all the young adults out there to know about our upcoming activities at the nearest Chinmaya Mission Center, visit us at chinmayayuvakindra.org. And for all our parents and teachers listening, please visit chinmayakids.org for an interactive experience of spirituality on a digital platform. Spellings of the website are provided in the description field of the podcast.